Welcome to Camping Out, a podcast about interesting people, stories, adventures, and their impact in the world, usually through the lens of outdoor adventure. I am Dan Camp, and tonight we have the most important guest in Camping Out history, my own mother, Chris Camp. Chris somehow managed to raise myself all the way to adulthood, and one might think that that's all the adventure a person needs in a lifetime. But with my brother and I out of the house for several years, there's a new chapter to her life, the one of an empty nester. In tonight's fireside conversation, we talk about rediscovering yourself and your purpose in life, reconnecting with the outdoors, and a little bit about raising young boys. If you haven't already, make sure to press that subscribe button wherever you prefer to listen to Camping Out, and make sure you're getting new episodes in your ears every week. All right, guys, it's time to pull up a chair to the fire, go ahead, get cozy, maybe pick out your preferred fireside beverage, and get ready to listen to the one, the only, the woman who brought me into this world, my mother, Chris Camp. Welcome to Camping Out. I am Dan Camp, and this evening I am sitting around the campfire with the woman who has made my whole ente- my whole entire adventure possible, literally, the whole entire thing, the best mom in the world, Chris Camp. With Chris as the matriarch of the Camp family, us boys have practically nothing to worry about as we jump headfirst into every adventure that we find even slightly entertaining. A total powerhouse of a woman, my mother has always put myself and my brother as her first priority. After giving birth to yours truly, my mom quit her full-time job and decided to build her own business in order to make sure that she could spend as much time as possible with myself and eventually my brother, Jack. While not as traditionally outdoorsy or as adventurous as myself, Chris has held down the fort while us boys took off on every weekend of fun, usually sending us out the door with enough food to feed an army. Now, as an empty nester, she's reconnecting with the things that make herself happy and starting to find herself really enjoying the wonders of being outside. Mom, welcome to Camping Out. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. It's about time, huh? My gosh, I've been waiting for you to want to talk to me. Well, I, you're such an interesting person. I had to build an audience to bring you in. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, I'm really, really excited. Uh, you know, these conversations, obviously, I've had them with Dad and I've had them with Jack, and I'm having them with you. Uh, as close as we are as a family, that you don't always ask these kinds of questions, and it's coming at things from a different angle. So uh, I'm really pumped to, to go through this. But you know what I'm going to ask first, Mom? What is your preferred fireside beverage? Well, Dan, it, it is a Dirty Shirley. And I dirty just Shirley. found the name, the name of it. It's Tito's. Seven up with some cherry juice, and of course, the cherries in there. Oh. Um, I didn't know it was a dirty Shirley till we went and visited your brother Jack this weekend. And I told her what I wanted, and she said, Oh, that's a dirty Shirley. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it is! So I'm having a dirty Shirley. Well, nice. It took a, took a Mother's Day trip up to Chicago to figure that one out, but I'm glad you did. I didn't know the name for it, but I'm, I love it. Now. <laughs> Well, since you said that you got a special drink, I actually, uh, I at five o'clock hit, I still had a couple of work emails to send out, but I figured I'd go to my favorite bar in Butte, Montana, Solancha, and have uh, a beer because Mother Earth Brewing was there, which is a great brewery. If you haven't seen them, check them out. Uh, and so I had, a, uh, I think it was called a Big Mother in honor of talking to my mother tonight. Uh, and then uh, as always, I got a margarita to go for my favorite bartender, my girlfriend, Marissa. And um, so I'm enjoying a, a double shot uh, agave tequila margarita. 
on this yep. Thursday evening. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you ready to hop on into this? I am. Okay. I like to start every podcast by asking my guests to tell us about themselves. So like a little nutshell version, two minutes, who you are, uh, where you grew up and where you are now. Well, I, my name is Chris and I am mother to Jack and Dan and you guys are my whole being, you know that. <laughs> right. And, uh, and your dad, um, I am a entrepreneur, <laughs> started my own cleaning business. Um, and you're right. I mean, I am struggling with the empty nest thing and not so much without being without children because I've got so much free time. I mean, I'm not doing laundry. I'm not cooking. I'm not <laughs> cleaning all the time. So I'm like, what am I, I for a long time? I've like, what am I going to do? Right. So it's a journey to figure out what I like to do. Cause I haven't done what I like to do for a long time. I was, we've been so busy with you and sports and Jack and his sports. And I didn't know if I was coming or going. So it's kind of <laughs> for a while there, I just kind of plopped in front of Netflix and chilled. Um, <laughs> but now it's, you know, now I'm kind of like, okay, what do you like to do? So it is, it, it's kind of an interesting journey. Yeah. A reinvention of oneself is a powerful, powerful point in one's life. Um, so like starting at the beginning, you grew up in Chicago. Uh, you had young parents, uh, grandpa, you know, worked hard and, and ended up as a police officer and went from being a detective to, you know, number two in the state police. So I would say, you know, you didn't necessarily live in like an outdoor world per se. Did you guys do camping trips and stuff? Yes, we did. We did. Um, we'd go like, we went to Canada. Um, I think we, we did dad took us camping um several times i mean it was and it, really honestly it was the parents all liked to go and the groups that we went with were my parents friends and they'd all just get drunk and they'd throw us all <laughs> and they would just have have parties and stuff but we we did go to canada for like two weeks and camp there but not super outdoorsy you know, my yeah. dad was really busy working. And then my mom, um, she went back to school and ended up uh, getting her master's and um, was a teacher. Um, so she was, you know, doing the school thing. But um, mom wasn't super outdoorsy. Yeah. Um, so we but we did we did do things like, you know, my dad, my dad would take us fishing, but really, he, he didn't really enjoy fishing with me because he said I talked too much. <laughs> <laughs> it was supposed to be a I, moment of quiet for him. Yeah, Diana was a good fisher. I mean, she talked too, but she was a good fisherman for some reason. I didn't want to touch. I was really squeamish about touching the fish and all that. And I just wanted no part of it. Yeah. Um, but we, I mean, we did some. It wasn't like I'd never experienced it, but we just didn't do it a lot. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I mean, and then, then when I got, you know, in school, we moved, we moved when I was in junior high. So we moved when I was in sixth grade and I was from Chicago you know, down to Springfield. Yeah. And we moved to Chatham and I was like, dad, you've moved me to home of the cow chip throw. I'm like, they <laughs> throw cow crap. They throw it with their hands. And I was like, where did you move me to? Oh my gosh. But yeah. it was you know, once, you know, it's just hard being a six in sixth grade, everyone's got, got their friends all mapped out. So it was, it was kind of hard to, 
do that. But I, you know, it, it, I really loved, you know, I just made some good friends and I really yeah. loved um, once I got it all figured out. But it was kind of an emotional move for me. I was really mad at my dad yeah, um, at first, but, um, you know, it, it all worked out. And so on these, you know, once in a while, sporadic outdoor adventures, was there something that you remember that drew you to those uh, places like playing in the dirt or swimming or being by water or just soaking up the sun? I like to soak up the sun. I'm, I love it. I like, like Mm -hmm. to just back and put my feet in the water. You know, I do have some issues with, um, you know, not being able to see the bottom of the water or see what's in it. I don't want to be touched by weird things (laughs) in the water. But um, I did, you know, I always loved just everyone being together. You know, when we go camping, everyone would be together. And of course, this is before we had, you know, cell phones and all that kind of stuff. But still, it was just nice to have everyone tune everything else out and everyone just be together. Yeah. And and talk. And when you sit around the campfire, I, you know, I loved Well, I love s'mores. Um, but we'd all, you know everyone would talk everyone just the conversation was always really great and you just didn't get that unless you were all stuck around a campfire and I love that yeah there's something just about being outside and like you said away from the distractions and uh, you know that was before the devices that you know uh, you see people out at a campfire with their iPads in front of them and I get it you can read books and draw on them you might be doing that or you might be playing Fortnite you know on, on your device Exactly. Exactly. But it's, there's something to be said for turning it all off and just listening, you know, to the owls hooting at night or the birds in the morning. Yeah. Um, I just recently uh, kind of, I'm not a huge camping person, but I did go um, with your dad one night and I was like, this is really fun. Um, You know, it's, it, it, it if you just take the time when you, you know i overthink it but if you just go and do it it's it really just it's really nice it's good for your soul did you always think that you would be a mother was that like always part of the plan for you or was that something that came along the way no i didn't even want to have kids i wanted to be a lawyer i mean really I was going to be a lawyer and I was going to be a or businesswoman. I was just going to be so busy. And, um, I just wasn't, you know, I was all career, you know, I was going to have this big career and be a career woman. Yeah. And, um, so I went to college, um, and I, it was fun, but after four years, I was like, I can't, I can't go anymore. I mean, right. it was great. I matured a lot. I had a lot of fun. Shout out to Shelly and Kelly. Um, we had some great times. And I mean, I, I grew up a lot. I learned a lot, but I was like, okay, I really need some money. I need to right. get it. I want to get a job. And so, you know, that kind of got a job. And then um, your dad and I got married and um, you came along I don't know, within a year. But when I got pregnant with you, I was just like, wow first of all this sucks because i threw up every damn day yeah right i was sick i was sick and uh and i looked like i wasn't glowing i was glowing but in like a green kind of way because i was sick i mean i threw up every day 
okay. um, up until birth. But um, all of a sudden I was just like, oh my gosh, I, I'm going to have a kid and I'm going to be responsible for this kid. And uh, then I got like obsessed. I mean, I was like, you know, oh my gosh, I can't eat that. I can't drink that. I, you know, it's all for the baby. But, you know, when I had you, um, it was a very scary delivery. Yeah, like traumatic. <laughs> we both almost died. And honestly, after, you know, as we were in the hospital for like 10 days, um, recovering um, from the C-section from hell, um, I just said to myself, I can't, I can't. I can't go back to work. I cannot put him at daycare. I just can't do it. So that was a huge, I mean, I was just like, all of a sudden it was just like a revelation. I just can't, I couldn't do it. I just could not do it. Thank God your dad was so, so nice and loving and supportive. I just could not, I couldn't do it. I thought like, you know, I almost died. You almost died and life's too short. So I'm going, you know, you're only, I'm only going to have him for, you know, 18 years and I'm going to soak up every second of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did. It was the best thing I ever did. It was scary. Yeah. Do you, th- you know, you talk to a lot of people and you hear the story, you know, I had this life changing close to death moment where it was almost all gone. You know, everything that you know, for sure was almost over. Um, was that the crux for you that that made that shift from businesswoman to mother? Absolutely. I mean, it just changed everything. And and when I saw your little face and I was so scared and I was so glad you were okay, I thought I will never let anyone else touch him. <laughs> I only yeah. want want to take care of him. I mean, I was obsessed with you. I didn't want I wouldn't let your grandma take you to the mall because I didn't think she would pay enough attention to you and someone steal you. Um, you know, and I just thought this is my purpose in life. Honestly, I was like, I'm, I, this, this child. And then when we had your brother, you know, four years later, you guys were my reason for being. And I just was like, it was like a revelation. Oh my gosh, this is what, this is it. This is, this is my calling. And guess what? I'm going to be really good at it. Yeah. Yeah. I think Jack and I are extremely lucky that we have two parents that both put parenting as their prerogative, you know, uh, hearing you say that, and then talking to dad, he, he says something very similar that he's like, the one thing I knew I could be good at in life was a dad. And he's like, I just, that's all I wanted to be good at. That's a, you know, everything else was, you know, bonuses if I could be a good dad. And you guys have been the most incredible parents. Um, for, for both of us and allowed us to go out and do some really incredible things. I mean, I'm in Montana right now. I, I, I guided whitewater rafts for five and a half years. You know, I, I, the things I've done, I've only been able to do because of a great support system. So I would say you guys set a goal and then you attained it, uh, which is awesome. Um, and I kind of want to branch off of that, uh, you know, setting goals and attaining them into your entrepreneurial lifestyle, which you mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, because you gave up, you know, a, a full-time job that had upward growth potential and in your field and um, something you didn't hate doing and, you know, something you went to college to do. And like you said, you wanted to do XXXX. Um, you gave up like a career possibility, but you created a business for yourself 
And so what was that decision like? And like, how did the fruition, how did that come to fruition? How did you decide, Hey, you know, this is working for me. I'm going to continue doing this. Well, it's so funny because I tried a lot of things. I, I, I would strip, um, stereo wire for this company, or I, I put these little, I attached these little things to it. I did, I did a lot of weird shit. I mean, I did, I stuffed envelopes. I did, I was trying all these things that I could do from home, you know, you, and then, um, and then, you know, grandma, dad caught, um, grandma's cleaning lady going through the credit cards. And so they fired her. And so I started cleaning their house and all of a sudden it just, it came in, you know, to this business. And I mean, I could take you guys with me. You guys came in play pins. Um, I mean, everybody was, you know, and I just, I just did a few, you know, few houses here and there just to make, make some money. And I feel like I was helping out. And as you guys got older, I was, you know, and got into school, I would, you know, where I'd take on houses and, and, and do that. It just kind of grew as, but I always made sure I always wanted to make sure that I took you to school and I always picked you up and I always had yep. snacks. Always, always had snacks. We had like parfaits and sandwiches oh, yeah. and cookies. Yeah. For the six minute ride home. I mean, it's ridiculous, yeah. but I always had, and you guys would always want to know what was the snack in the car, but I, I always wanted to be, um, do your parties for your classes. I always wanted to be, you know, a, a part of that, anything you guys were doing, but as you guys got older and especially after you guys got your driver's license, you didn't need me as much. So that was my first, you know, my, you know, I first like, Oh, wow. They don't really need me, but in a good way, you know, so I, then I was like, do I continue with this business or do I go get a real job? But I was like, they still need me. And I still, you know, want to be a part of this. And so it just kind of happened and it, you know, and then as you guys, you know, went to college, it was just great. Cause I love the flexibility. And then I, I just, I love the people I work with, you know, I, a lot of my clients are like family to me. Right. I just can't imagine. I mean, I, I love them and we've got these relationships and um, I always wonder, I'm like, Oh man, did I make the right choice or should I, you know, could I have been retired, you know, from a job right now? Um, you know, but I don't regret any of it because God, I had a lot of fun with you guys. Yeah. I got, I got to be with you and I got to share every moment I was there when you, well, I shouldn't, you, you were walking and you were talking even when you were saying swear words, which I know were becoming. <laughs> but I mean, I was there for all those moments that you can't ever take back. And really, I feel like you always knew I was going to be there, that you you guys had self-confidence. And because you always knew that dad and I, one of us was going to be there for you at all times. And that's what I wanted. You know, I, I had I had a great childhood. I just wanted that for you. And I mean, it was it was really fun. And I just oh, my gosh, you know, your football career your high school that how fun was that that was so fun we got to be a part of that with you and all the parents and it just you know jack went to state you know with his soccer team we we you know and then we would you know in college we would come to your college games and dad you know dad would go to your after parties because i i wasn't up for that but <laughs> came to one uh, i you know i can only for half so the much, night <laughs> you know and but you know it's just like 
but I, I was always, you know, cooking and cooking and um, making stuff for you guys. And, and then all of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden it's just dad and I, and I'm like, I don't know how to cook for two people. Yeah, I don't. And then I was like, Oh God, I'm, I'm getting fat. Cause <laughs> I, I eat, I make much food and wasting. I mean, there, even when you were in college, I could at least put it in a freezer and bring it to you. But now it's just right. like, okay. So it's like, you know, all these different chapters in your, your life. And now I get to watch you and your brother do amazing things and I get to go visit you where you're at and um, really just enjoy watching what great adults you are becoming. And that's really, really cool. Going, circling back to, to your cleaning business, uh, there's something that I've always really admired about you, especially in, in the business side of things. And I think I appreciate it more now that I understand you know how those things work. But you follow this like business model where you create that family like structure with your clients. And so like, they'd rather sell their car than have Chris quit cleaning their house. (laughs) So just, you know, I like to reach across the spectrums from outdoorsy people to business minded people and everybody in between in this podcast. So I was going to be, ask you a question. If someone's going to start their own business, what's the one piece of advice you give them? Wow. Um, Do something that, you know, that makes your heart happy. I mean, you know, I kept going back and forth, you know, should I continue doing this? But I couldn't imagine not, you know, going and talking to to my people. And, you know, part of it is cleaning, but also part of it is, you know, half the, when I first get to wherever I'm going, having, you know, catching up with the people I haven't seen in a week or two and, and just having that rapport and, you know, I, I just can't, you got to go with, with what you love doing. And I love helping people. Mm-hmm. I love, you know, talking to people and um, it just, you know, I can clean, you know, I, and I go and I help people, you know, do stay. Some people I, I help stay in their house. They couldn't stay in their house if they didn't have someone come in and helping them clean. Right. I just, I love that. It just makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to help people. Mm-hmm. And um, if I were, you know, so I'm saying if you're going to pick a business that, that makes your heart happy, because otherwise you're just, your heart's not going to be in it and your heart has to be in it. If you're going to make it, you know, work. Right. Right. It's funny because sometimes I'm sure you're cleaning up things that you don't really want to clean up, but you love the people oh. that you work with so much that it doesn't matter. Uh, and don't get me wrong. There are days where I'm like, what the hell am I doing? I, yeah. if I have to look at another, I'll have a countdown. Okay, I got six more toilets left or I've got, you know, I've got six more rooms left or two more houses or whatever. And you're like, just get through it. And then there's some days where, I mean, I'm so, especially honestly with the pandemic, because my business could have tanked, but every one of my clients was just so gracious. And I mean, some, they were paying me to not clean. So I could, so they could, we could all be safe. And um, they kept my business going. I honestly wasn't sure if I would survive, but I had such great people behind me that it I mean I started I, I was in tears a couple of times I was like I cannot believe that these 
you know, great people are, are just really wanting, you know, they want me to come back. Right. So they are going to keep me going. And, you know, that can't be measured. I'm, you know, I, I guess I could have stayed in, in a corporate world and maybe, and made a lot more money and, you know, been, but I, to me, success is, I'm just, I, I feel my heart is happy where I'm at and I don't, I don't have regrets about any of it. I just don't. Yeah. Um, you know, there are, there are times where I'm like, Oh God, it would be nice to have, to be able to be retired or, or have really good benefits or, you know, this or that, but uh, you can't, I don't know. You just can't put a price tag on that. You just, you just can't. Hey campers, I want to catch you right here in the middle of this episode to tell you about an amazing service for all you outdoorsy people looking for your next great campsite, campgroundviews.com. Campgroundviews.com is the one-stop shop for planning your next camping trip. Have you ever showed up to a campsite and been a little bit disappointed about maybe the location or just the overall look of the site? I know I have. Campgroundviews.com takes the guesswork out of picking your tent or RV site and allows you to actually virtually tour campgrounds before ever stepping foot at a site. To check out more, go to campgroundviews.com and consider becoming a member. Being, being mom and being uh, not as quite as like wild and uh, adventurous and uh, you know, willing to spend four or five days out in a tent as uh, dad, myself, and Jack. Um, did you like, did you feel left out when we'd leave the house for a weekend and, and do those trips? Or I guess, what was your feeling when the, the van left the, the street and you weren't in the car? You know, I honestly was exhausted from all the planning and all the cooking that I loved having just a moment to myself. But um, I really, well, you know me, um, we did, I did go camping at times, but I couldn't do more than two nights because I needed a shower and I needed a bed. Yeah. Uh, but when you guys were gone for two weeks, when you guys went to, um, I guess, where'd you go? Where did you go? Michigan. And you guys, you were, no, you dad went to, I or Jack no, you went, dad and I. Oh, you guys went to Montana. Yeah. To the glacier. Yeah. Um, I mean, I was just like, but I, after the, you know, the first week I was like, woohoo, you know, I'm, I'm eating, I had a chocolate fountain going. I had <laughs> the girls over for, for party. And, but I'm telling I did miss you guys after a while. I mean, I was just like, oh my gosh, where are they? What is it time for them to get back? Of course you did come home that one time and I had a kidney stone. That's so I would, I was, I ended up in the hospital that night, but, yeah. um, um, you know, I just, it, it was your, it was your guys's thing. And I was, I was just glad to have like made, you know, soup or whatever. And, and then you guys would call and tell me how good it was. It made me feel like I was a part of it, but I knew I, I, I could not have done two weeks in the in glacier and mm-hmm. the way you roughed it. I can't rough it like that. Um, but I didn't feel left out. I just knew that was your thing. And, that, and thank God you had your dad who, yeah. loved, who loved it and made you guys the outdoorsy. And honestly, your dad, I mean, he's, he kind of, you know, he got you in 
to this, the rafting world. And um, I was the one telling you, get a real job. Yeah. Okay. You've had enough fun. Now it's time to get a real job. And, you know, and I'm proud of you that you, you, you said, shut up, mom, I'm doing what I want. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, who, why is he talking to me like that? And who I was raised like, that boy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I raised him to be like that. I raised him to do what he wants. And we did raise you to follow your heart and what makes you happy. And, but damn it. I was just like, come, come on here. And you did get me outside of my box. I was like, my comfort zone was completely thrown. I did not want to go on that raft the first time I was, I die. I was scared to death. And, um, I mean, every time, honestly, to this day, every time I got on the raft, I was scared to death. Yeah. But you got me to zip line. I mean, I don't, I'm not good with heights, but I, I really, and once I got into it, I had such a blast, but you know, it, it was kind of, I did it because it was your thing and I wanted to be a part of it. And I mean, you know, camping out without a toilet. So I learned to make a bucket toilet. That's not really five gallon bucket. (laughs) The five gallon bucket wasn't really, I mean, you know, um, but I loved it. Um, and I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just kind of, and then I kind of got out of it. Now I'm kind of getting back in. I've been kayaking a few times, um, recently with your dad. Yeah. I was, I was like, why am I scared? Why was I so scared of this? It was this fear that I had about it. But once I actually got in the kayak, I'm like, this isn't so scary. I had a vision that I would be in this kayak and then I would flip upside down and I'd be trapped and I couldn't get out and I would die. And, um, you know, that's not how kayaks are. They rarely ever tip over. Of course. I mean, when you take them down a freaking like Mount, whatever you get do in all the rapids, I'm not going to do that, but, um, I can do it on a nice calm stream. Yeah. Um, I'll do that, but I, I can't go. I'm not extreme sports like you. I don't think I'll be rappelling down a mountain anytime soon. (laughs) I'll just watch and enjoy your adventures on your GoPro. <laughs> yeah, no, I think, I think knowing where your adventure meter lies is an important skill to have. And, you know, I'm very proud of you for getting into um, adventures with that and, and learning to enjoy those spaces in a, in a new way. Um, I think that's really, really cool. I want to ask you, you know, I think I don't think what you feel about those adventure sports is um, abnormal at, in any way. You know, mm-hmm. as a guide, I came up against people who, uh, you know, seven out of eight people are stoked. Eighth person wants to sit right in front of you on the raft, you know, and that's that's how it is for a lot of people. Uh, they don't necessarily understand the dynamics or, you know, why you hire a guide or why you go with an outfitter or, you know, the the nature of zip lining. If you, if you do it right, it's very safe, you know, like those sort of things. Uh, what would be some advice that you would give maybe a, a, a mama who is trying to get into uh, maybe something more adventurous or who was apprehensive or scared, or maybe saw that as something that they, something they can't do, 
you know, we hear that a lot. It's, I can't do that. I, I could never do that. You know, I see people coming out on Facebook posts. You see it all over the place. I could never do that. What's your advice right. to those people? Because I feel like for a while you thought you might've been kind of in a similar mindset. Like that's not Absolutely. something I do. Absolutely. I never thought I would zip line. Never. <laughs> And I never thought I'd go rafting, but you know, I mean, you can attest to this. I, I grabbed your hand and I said, I'm riding with you and you better not let anything happen to me. When we were up yeah. in the zip lines, I'm like, you better strap me in and strap me in good because I better not fall. Yeah. And, and I didn't, and I'm telling you, it was very exhilarating. It was really fun. And I didn't feel, I mean, you just, ha- sometimes you just have to say, this is my kid and I'm going to go do it, be a, just hang out with him. I'm going to go do what he loves to do to hang out with him and spend some quality time with him. And you just have to say in this, if this is how I die, this is how I, die. <laughs> it's a good day as any, I always say, <laughs> I, you know what? It, I mean, not once did I, did anything even, I mean, you never let me go in the water, even though I think you tried a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you, or you just jokingly did, but, um, you just have to say, you know what, I'm gonna try, I'm just gonna try. And, and you, you will be surprised at how much fun you will have because sometimes your mind takes you to the place that's just not real. I mean, you get in your, your brain that, oh my God. Now, I mean, I'm not going to lie when we went down um, at Wildman, we went down, um, this one rapid, I don't even know what it was. And then you, we got out and I thought we were done. And I'm like, wait, what are we doing? And you're like, oh, we're going up. We're doing it again. And I'm like, oh, hell no. Oh, hell no. But I did it. <laughs> and, and when you took us kayaking in the Everglades and we got on an adventure that we did not anticipate that, that was partially my fall i mistimed the tides we, we were a little bit faster than i thought we were going to be so the incoming tide did not meet us where i and thought it was going I do, to i do remember that and that you were like if you can't finish this just hook your kayak to mine and i was like oh no i'm doing this i'm finishing this you said and i'm gonna paddle us back home and i'm gonna kick your ass if i remember correctly i did and i said uh i mean i couldn't grip even my deodorant the next day my my <laughs> so sore I thought my legs were going to collapse I was like almost in tears I was so mad you know I mean I but I couldn't even I had to like roll out of the out of the kayak because I don't think my legs worked but you know this but we had we you know you look back and we did some we had some we got to see some really cool things and I mean it was really it was really fun. I mean, although I was pissed off and I think I probably said some choice words, but <laughs> it was really fun and it was an experience. And, you know, I'm like, yeah, I kayaked in the Everglades. I kayaked in the Everglades. Can you believe that? I've, I've gone down rafts, you know, whatever class four rapids I've, is that what that is? Class four rapids. Yeah. Uh, and I've ziplined. I've ziplined. I mean, how cool was that? We ziplined and I, I've done some cool sh- shit with you guys that I yeah. never thought I would do. And, you know, I don't know. You know, when I found out I was having boys, mm-hmm. found out I was having a boy at, um, with you the first time. I was like, oh, crap. I don't know if I can do boy. 
I can, I don't know if I can do boy. I only know the girl equipment. I, I, I don't know if I can do this. And then when you came out and I was like, oh yeah, I'm a boy mom. And when I found out my next one was going to be a boy, because of course dad told me he can only produce boys. True, <laughs> <laughs> But I was like, yes, I am. And I tell everyone I'm a boy mom. I love the rough and tumble. I love the fart jokes. I love your, you guys just being, I mean, and you were, you were a wild, little wild man. I mean, you were, you were like exhausting. Sometimes you climbed on everything. You tested everything to the hilt. You always did. Um, you know, you had to be on the, you had to be up in that McDonald's playland and you wouldn't come down. I remember having to climb up there and get you. So you went like, well, you want the steering wheel. And, uh, you know, I, you guys, I loved that about you guys. You tested me to the, to the hilt, but I, I loved every second of it. And now I'm like, I, I'm a total boy mom. Right. I loved your, I loved your football games. I loved your soccer games. I loved, you know, just your rough and tumble ways. I loved, you know, how your manifest birthday parties where I fed all your friends, like just copious amounts of food. And how many pounds of wings did you, did you use to cook for those? Oh my God. I think the, I honestly, I mean, you had birthday parties till you were a senior in high school. <laughs> I was 18 so, years old, I think, or 17. And I think that last one, you, um, I think I made like 40 pounds of wings at, and probably like 12 pizzas. We had, we had the snow cone machine. I mean, we had nachos. We had, it was just, I mean, a ridiculous amount of food. And I loved every second of it. We, your dad and I would spend like hours in the garage um, spray painting, um, uh, wife beater shirts for everyone to have. And, oh gosh, you just, I mean, and as we're like, but this is cool. I mean, how cool is that? And you guys, I don't think I ever had a birthday party that wasn't like themed at the house either. Oh my gosh. That 18 hole golf course, your mini golf course, your dad put in the was fantastic. And he did it again. I mean, what about the fear factor party? I mean, we had a kid grow up in the backyard. There was good prizes too. There was a, it was a $50 gift card to, to, to Toys R Us, man. Yeah. That was yeah. good. <laughs> I, I, I loved every, every second of it. I mean, there were probably days where I was like, I mean, I was collapsing in the bed out yeah. of exhaustion. And I mean, yeah. And I mean, to this day, I don't, I still don't think I ever sleep a full night because I can hear every, you know, I just got to, I can hear whatever's going on mm-hmm. because I always have my ears open for, for you guys. And right. even when your teenagers is like, is there, are they home yet? Where are they at? And and thank God you guys let me track you now. Cause I still check to see if you, where you both are before I go to bed. You know where I am before I do. I do. I do. And I mean, I need to I probably need to get a life, but uh, <laughs> you guys are still my, you know, you're this thing is now you guys are grown up and I really love hanging out with you guys because you're really cool. You're cool guys. And I, and I got, I raised you. That's, that's, <laughs> that's like, I mean, I, so you guys are the best thing I've ever done. I the, you honestly are the best thing I've ever, you're the reason I'm here. It was to raise you too. And I know that, and I'm proud of it. 
you've you've alluded to this a couple of times about being an empty nester and how life has changed for you. So I wanted to ask, you know, what parts of being an empty nester did you anticipate and what parts did you not and they caught you by surprise? Yeah, well, I anticipated, you know, like, oh, great. I'm not going to have as much laundry. I'm not going to have to go to the grocery store every two days. <laughs> you know, cook these big elaborate meals every, you know, and I mean, cause I would cook meals and I mean, I packed your lunches every day. And oh, I mean, yeah. you, you would have a big cooler of food. Um, yeah. I literally and, had to take like a, a day cooler to lunch. Well, you, you'd be, you'd be in your locker before lunch eating some stuff. So I had to have plenty in there, but um, I didn't anticipate because I mean, Honestly, by the time you guys went off to college, you were on my last nerves. And and that's that's what they do when, you know, you, you're just like, oh, God, you little 18 year old, you, you guys are little shits. You know, go, just get, go. But um, now it's like, I really miss you. And as a just, I miss you guys because I really love hanging out with you. We, when we do hang out together, we have so much fun. Oh, yeah. And, and you know, it's. Sometimes it's too quiet here, but, um, it's, it's, it's just different. And I feel like it's different with your dad because he misses, you know, you guys are his like best friends and his pals and he misses mm -hmm. he misses that. I miss my reason for being my, mm -hmm. I mean, I would, everything I did was for you guys. And all of a sudden I'm like, uh, and people would be like, okay, so now what do you want to do? I'm like, I don't know. I I don't know. I don't know what I like because I've always done what everybody, you know, what you kids and what you guys liked. And I was just like, Oh crap, this is, this is really kind of hard. I don't ever do things for me. And I'm like, now I'm like, Oh great. I'm going to go get my nails done and I'm going to go to the store. And guess what? I'm not going to be looking for stuff for the kids. I'm actually going to look for stuff for me. Right. And that, I tell you, that's, it's weird. And, you know, and, um, I mean, I'm just getting good at like paring down my pantry and my refrigerator because I'm not cooking as much and I'm on a diet, ah, crap. And, and I'm on an exercise routine now. Thank you to you boys for getting me on Peloton. But, um, I, I'm actually having to focus on myself and that's crazy. I mean, I haven't done that in, you know, 20 something years. So it's, it's, you know, it's like you have these different chapters in your life and I'm, I'm in a chapter where I'm like, I start, um, I need to start doing what I like and I have to figure out what I like. And that's mm -hmm. really kind of weird, mm -hmm. but it, it's good. It's, it's good. And, but it's still weird. So what have you found that you've liked in uh, in this new chapter of your life? Have you gone through things and been like, screw that, I'm not doing that anymore? Or maybe something that you thought you should like, but you didn't? Or, you know, uh, I, I don't know, like a space that you have felt drawn to, I guess, in, in this uh, empty nester chapter? Well, honestly, I got, I mean, I got complacent and just set and watch TV. Cause I mean, I love TV. I just got a 65 inch screen TV. I love TV, but, um, I've, you know, I'm like, okay. I mean, I love, I love going out in the backyard and, and uh, planting things. And, um, I actually like mowing the lawn. 
I mean, you're, I, I told your dad, I'm like, I, I got, I got this. I got mm-hmm. this. I got to put my, you know, something in my ears and probably a, a serial killer podcast. Cause I, <laughs> I'm a weirdo listening to that kind of stuff. But, um, I, you know, reconnected with some of my friends I can, you know, and I'm, um, I've actually, I mean, I mean, I, and I, this is so weird, but I love cleaning out clutter. Yeah. <laughs> I love decluttering the house. Um, I love just, and I'm learning how to like, I really wish I could meditate. And I know you told me it's, it's a, it's a work in progress because I, I can't just sit, I sit down to meditate and I think, Oh, I got to add that to the grocery list or, Oh, I, I need to take the laundry out of the, you know, move it over to the dryer. Right. Or when did I change the sheets on the bed? You know, I mean, I, I just sit there and do that the whole time. But I really they say think- meditation is like you're sitting on the side of the road and you're watching the cars go by and it's okay to look at the car. But when you realize that you're looking at the car, you let the car go and focus on yourself again. So I think there's not meditation well, is a practice for a reason. It, it does. It goes with focusing on yourself. And I'm just not used to doing that as yeah. other. I mean, it's, and I know you guys have been out of the house for a while, but I'm still having a hard, I'm still coming to terms with the fact that I can, I need to start focusing on myself. So I'm really going to try again and maybe try some yoga. Um, I usually do better with more like, you know, cardio or something like that, where I got music going and I'm, you know, just being wacky and kind of jumping around. But I think maybe that will be my new thing is to learn how to meditate. Cause I think it would be really good for me because I don't sleep very well. I think it might help with my sleep. I think it might um, be really good for me, but it, I'll, I'll keep you posted on that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to really, I'm going to give meditation a, a try, but I feel like that's what I'm doing right now is I'm just trying a bunch of different things and seeing what sticks. Right. Um, but right now I'm, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get in better shape and, um, you know, I want to be around for a long time. So I'm trying to be more healthy and that includes eating and, you know, being more mindful of what goes in my body. Yeah. And, and you're doing stuff outside. You're reconnecting with nature. I am. And we're going to open the pool soon. I went in the pools open. I am out there all the time. I love being out, you know, in the water and being out, out there. I love, I love the sun. I love to lay out. I love to read a book. I really like a book in my hands. I don't, I prefer to read a book in my hands than to listen to it in my ear. Mm -hmm. But um, I, you know, I like to relax, you know, when you're, I don't really like to fish, but you know, if I go in a kayak with your dad and he wants to go fishing, I, I can bring a book and, you know, or kayak around and look at all the wildlife. I like looking at the turtles on the logs. Mm-hmm. We recently went on a kayak and I, I they were so cute the way they kind of get on the logs and all get in the sun and the, the, the animals, I love looking at the, like kind of going on the the side where I can see all the animals and all the different um, birds and stuff like that. So that I really do enjoy the nature part of that. And sometimes if you just shut the hell up and listen, 
it's really cool what you can hear. Yeah. I mean, even at night, you know, go out and, you know, that's why I loved it. When I went to the campsite with your dad a few weeks ago, I just sat there and I looked up, I'm like, oh my gosh. I mean, when you don't have all the lights and everything, it is beautiful up there. I mean, it's just really beautiful. And listening to all the different sounds of the animals and it's just, it's just, it's really cool. And so I'm kind of feel like I'm kind of learning about nature in that kind of way. And, and it's really, and it's really fun. Um, you know, you hear, you hear a sound and you're, you're like, God, what is, what is that? You know, <laughs> what the hell is that? All I know is I hope he doesn't come and eat me tonight. Right. Um, but I, yeah, I mean, it's, and I love, you know, your, your dad has the, um, he's doing all the beautiful flowers out there and he expanded it this year. And I love going out there and looking at that and hearing all of the bees already and the butterflies. And, um, it's, it's really, it's really beautiful out there. I mean, if you just take a moment and I never had, I guess I was so busy, you know, raising kids and we were for a while there, it was, we were nonstop busy yeah. and now I can actually take a moment, take a chair outside, sit down and just take a moment. And that's really lovely. So I, that's going to, that's my thing now, I guess, just taking the time. And it's really what I need to do more. I need to listen more instead of always talking. <laughs> <laughs> so that can be hard to do that I'm, lear I'm learning and and honestly sometimes nature I feel like nature helps you with that because if you just shut up and listen you can really hear some cool things you know a little woodpecker pecking on a tree so a bird call that I've never heard before or sometimes you hear one calling to the other and that's that's really cool a card I love the you know I I call it the ESPN sound I guess that's, that's what, I guess that's what my next chapter is maybe more introspect, you know, just shutting up and listening. Well, are you ready for the final five questions? I am. I'm a little nervous. There, okay. We won't go too hard on you. First one's easy. <laughs> Uh, where can people interact with you on social media? And is there anything that you'd like to plug or bring awareness to? Um, well, I am on Facebook and I am on Snapchat and I'm on Instagram. I think it's Camp Chris. Camp Chris, I don't know. We'll tag um, in the show notes, make it easy for yeah. people. <laughs> and, um, but yeah, I'm prim primarily because I'm, you know, 55. I'm I'm on Facebook. Yeah. But I do, I do enjoy, um, I haven't figured out Instagram still, but I, I enjoy seeing all the pictures. Yeah. Um, and I enjoy taunting you guys on Snapchat when I find a good, when I, I can filter. find a good, uh, yeah, God, you, it's so funny. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess, I guess, uh, I guess um, my awareness, you know what? I'm just going to say that um, I hope that children need to have some patience with their their mothers who they may think are overbearing but they're just trying to deal with being an empty nester <laughs> and 
and their new role in their children's lives. You know, for so long, we are, you know, we do everything. We make decisions. We're, you know, having to, to take care of you guys. And then all of a sudden you want to take care of yourselves. And we still like to tell you our opinion. So just have patience with us as we, as we, we, we back off a little bit and try to figure out our place in your lives. That's great <laughs> advice. That's great advice. I love that. All right. Question number two, what is your favorite outdoor activity and why? Um, well, <laughs> I think my favorite is floating in the pool on a, on a floaty. With a, That's with a, a nice answer. <laughs> Why, that Why is that? could be anywhere. I just, I like, I like, I don't, I don't like to be sweaty. So I like to, I like to be in the water. I like to be cool. And, um, and then I like to be entertained by reading a book. So. Good answer. It's a lazy, it's a lazy man. Hey, it's outside and it's enjoyable. He used to tell you what's what. Uh, question number three, where is the favorite place that you've ever been to outdoors? That's easy. Um, I'd have to say um, Indian Shores Beach. Because that we, was going to be your answer. Well, first, you know, that's where we don't, we spend our Christmases. And, you know, I, I, you know, I dearly miss my father who's been gone for like five years, but that's where I, I remember him, you yeah. know, um, just having great family times down at the beach. Um, I just, I love it there. We've, we, I mean, we had so much fun there. Even when the weather wasn't good, we dig a hole, dig the, we put chairs in it. I, it, it's my happy place. And honestly, that's, um, when, when I die, I want you to cremate me and put me on the beach. Now I don't want to be in the water, put me way up so the seagulls can spread me around, but that's my happy place. That that's, that's where I have the best memories. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, question number four, what is something that you see today as a blessing that in the moment you might've saw it as a mistake? Well, we'll go back. We've, we've actually already discussed this. The fact that I quit my job, um, on a, you know, like that. And just, uh, I thought, oh my God, what did I just do? What did I do? I mean, I'm here stripping stereo equipment wire and I'm doing weird stuff. And I was like, what did I, why did I do this? What am I doing? And I've got a screaming kid. He's pooping his pants. What, a, what did I get myself into? But it was the best adventure I've ever been on. And I don't regret one second of it. Right. Before question number five, I just want to take a second to say thank you for everything that you've done for myself. I know I wouldn't be in this position. I wouldn't have this podcast. Uh, I probably, I mean, I wouldn't exist without you, but without your parenting, without uh, the love that you've given me, I, I wouldn't have taken the risks I've taken. I was always able to take a risk knowing that in the end, if everything failed and I hit rock bottom, rock bottom was covered with pillows because I could, you know, come give you a hug and, 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 and crash there. I, and I'd be well fed and well taken care of. And you probably do my laundry while I was at it. So oh, thank you oh, for yeah. everything you've done and, um, and continue to do. I'm your biggest fan. I mean, your biggest fan you will ever have. <laughs> I mean, I'm that's an understatement. Thank you. Uh, question number five, are you ready? Yep, I am. 
when it is all said and done, all we have left is your legacy to talk about as we sit around the campfire and have a beer or a dirty Shirley. What do you hope that we are saying about you in those moments? You know what? I just hope that 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 people would sit there and say, damn, you know what? I really miss her. I just really wish I could call her. I just really miss her. I miss her laugh. Um, I just, I just, I guess I don't even care if they're mad at me. I just wanted to say I miss her and she was loved. I really love, you know, that's why I, I, you know, I still miss my dad and, um, I just going to tell you right now that I will come back and haunt you. (laughs) (laughs) I've been preparing for that my whole life. Not in a bad way, but I will, I will make it, I will make my presence known. Um, no, I just, I just want people to, to maybe just say, you know, I'm glad she was here. I'm glad to have known her and I'm glad she was my friend. Well, mom, thanks so much for being a part of camping out. I can't wait to share I'm this conversation. So excited to finally be a part of this. Woohoo! You got all the merchandise, and now you're finally on an episode. I'm lo- and I love my I love my sweatshirt, my t-shirt, and I wear it all the time. Yeah, I love awesome. you, kiddo. I love you too, mom. All right, that is that for this episode of Camping Out with my mother, Chris Camp. I am so happy that I got to share my mom with all of you guys. She is absolutely an angel, and I owe every stitch of success to her and my dad. If you haven't heard from Papa Camp yet, make sure to go back in the archives and check out a few of the episodes that he's been featured on. I have one with him and my brother, and then a couple episodes we call Camping with Dad. Now, if something in this episode spoke to you, or maybe you're a mother to some outdoorsy boys, or maybe just someone who's trying to reconnect with the outdoors, share this podcast with somebody else who you think would connect with the message, and go ahead and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It's super helpful in reaching more and more people to bring around the campfire. At the end of the episode, we were also talking about some swag. My mom is my biggest fan, so she's got several... Uh, sweatshirts and t-shirts and stuff but if you want to get your own camping out merch make sure to head to dancamp.net slash shop to get your own merchandise stickers hats sweatshirts whatever your mind can imagine we're throwing it up in there and it's a great way to support the podcast our time has come to a close for this week thank you for spending some time by the fire and remember adventure comes to those who go